welcome to this week's Business Transformation 101 podcast. I am your host, Bill Fegis, and today we will be discussing the creation of a long-term or strategic plan. As we noted last week, short-term planning provides a roadmap for daily management and incremental improvement of the business to ensure maintaining a solid foundation. Long-term or strategic planning provides a path for the business to build upon that solid foundation by utilizing breakthrough thinking to drive aggressive, profitable growth. In today's podcast, we will provide an overview of the strategic planning process, which is made up of two components, strategic creation and strategic execution, as shown in this graphic. Next week's volume 10 will be a podcast with Dr. Phil Samuel of the Lean Methods Group, where we will delve more deeply into the strategy creation component. The following week's Volume 11 podcast will provide a more in-depth look at strategy execution and the strategy deployment process, also known as Hoshin Conry goal deployment or policy deployment. Strategic planning typically covers a three plus year period. The length of the period depends upon the business and the environment or markets in which they participate. For example, oil exploration businesses need to take a much longer view in their strategic planning than a consumer or industrial electronics company. For most businesses, a three-year plan period is sufficient, and for purposes of this podcast, we will assume a three-year plan period. If you break the objective of the strategic planning process down, it comes down to the business answering two questions. One, what game are we playing? And two, how do we win? To answer the first question, we need to assess the current state and define the game we are currently playing. The game is defined by the product services offered, the market segments and customers being served, and how the segments and customers are being served. To answer the second question, we need to assess how the business is differentiating itself so that its value proposition is more attractive to customers than the competitor's value proposition. Strategic planning will assess the current state and define a roadmap to move the business to the desired future state. This roadmap will will describe any changes to the game being played and what actions need to be taken to expand winning in the future state. Let's start with strategy creation. The first step in the strategic planning process is to establish the current state. The primary tool for defining the current state is the SWOT analysis. S-W-O-T, where S means strengths, W means weaknesses, O means opportunities, and T means threats. Here is an example SWOT analysis for a company that manufactures automation components in North America. For each SWOT category, I recommend limiting the list to the top three items. The team should generate more than three items, but the final analysis should include only the top three from each category to keep the planning focused. Next week's podcast will go into more detail on the tools for generating these SWOT items. Note that strengths and weaknesses are internal items that are specific to the business. These are items the team can impact, for example, eliminating or reducing a weakness or bolstering a strength. Opportunities and threats, however, are external items that reflect what is happening in the business environment or the marketplace. These are items that the team cannot change directly, but they can react to with appropriate initiatives. 
Teams generally do an excellent job in generating the items for strengths and weaknesses. For opportunities and threats, teams many times miss the mark in defining these external items, especially for opportunities. Opportunities in this SWOT analysis are external environmental factors and are not opportunities that are specific to the business. For example, a specific sales opportunity, introduction of a new product, or the acquisition of a new customer. Remember, the SWOT analysis is defining the current state and does not reflect actions or initiatives that could potentially act on that current state. Another source of information to support the team in building a strategy is the analysis of three different trends. The first trend is market trends. In this part of the process, the team investigates in a structured manner megatrends that define the future of business and consumerism. Each megatrend has a host of macro trends that then have a variety of micro trends. For example, there is a megatrend entitled betterment and is, it is defined as the never ending quest of being better than the rest and yourself. One of the many betterment macro trends is virtual actualization or the application of virtual reality to boost personal growth. The team should determine whether virtual actualization is a macro trend that should be part of the business strategy. If the business services technical equipment in the field, virtual actualization could be an area that if applied properly would provide a differentiator delivering high value to your customers. In this market trend analysis process, the team explores 16 megatrends, which represent over 100 macro trends, to identify potential differentiators that should be considered for inclusion in the strategy. Second trend to look at or piece of information is the customer insights. This focuses on VOC or voice of the customer. The most effective way to look at VOC is by analyzing the customer's jobs to be done, JTBD. The jobs to be done approach looks at the customer's various needs in the area or areas your business serves or could serve and determine what jobs they are doing. If your business supplies product, view the customer as hiring the product to do the job rather than buying the product to do the job. For example, Let's say the team goes to the customer's facility and walks out to the production floor to observe how its products are being used by the customer. Your business is supplying the customer with a cordless drill that they use to produce various diameter holes in an aluminum extrusion. If your team takes a product-focused approach rather than a job-focused approach, they could identify numerous features of the drill that might improve the customer's manufacturing process and provide value to the customer. The drill could be lighter to reduce operator fatigue and increase productivity, while also potentially reducing repetitive motion injuries. Battery life could be increased, which would improve productivity since the operator would not have to change batteries as frequently. A torque sensor could be added to alert the operator when a drill bit is getting worn. These are all great improvements, but in general they are incremental and not transformational changes. The job the customer really needs done in this example is providing holes in the aluminum extrusion. A drill is just one of the many alternative methods for providing a hole. Other possibilities including water jetting the hole, laser cutting the hole, or punching the hole. The team should take the job to be done approach to get a holistic view of the customer's needs. The solution may end up being an improved drill, 
but by taking the job to be done approach, the team gets a better picture of the job to be done and the competitive landscape. The result of this process is a set of customer insights that can be utilized in developing the strategy. The third trend is technology. This analysis explores technology or product trends beginning with an assessment of your business's current portfolio. It also analyzes the business's portfolio status relative to the technology or product life cycle cycles. Does the business have a vibrant portfolio or is it long in the tooth and in need of a major overhaul? The process investigates technology trends, including trends identified through patent analysis and reviews models of disruption also. Through this process, the team identifies key technology trends that are relevant to the strategy. All three of these areas will be gone and uh, delved into more deeply in next week's podcast. The analysis of market trends, customer insights, and technology trends provides a team with information to build a collection of opportunity canvases that describe initiatives to include in an innovation portfolio matrix. Once again, we will explore all of this in more detail in next week's podcast. The team at this point has a current state analysis in the form of a SWOT analysis and a set of potential improvement ideas in the form of the innovation portfolio. These two items are combined to produce a TOES matrix, the TOES standing for threats, opportunities, weaknesses, strengths. The TOES matrix enumerates a portfolio of potential strategic improvement priorities that could be implemented to drive the business from its current state to the desired future state. More detail on this part of the process will be provided in next week's podcast. The selected improvement priorities are then used as inputs for the strategy deployment process. Let's talk a little about the strategy deployment process. This is a process that is used to manage the one-year execution of the strategic improvement priorities resulting from the strategy creation process. To hit the final year objectives of a three-year strategic plan, the team needs to define an improvement trajectory that is what object that is what objectives need to be achieved in year one to attain the year three objective. The strategy deployment or SD process defines three-year and one-year strategic objectives along with the improvement priorities that must be implemented to achieve these objectives. Each improvement priority will have a set of resources, specific action plans, and metrics to track progress. The teams define the tracking metrics, or TTIs, targets to improve, that measure progress on achieving the strategic improvement priorities defined in the strategy creation process and tracked as part of the SD process. TTIs are the operational metrics for the strategic plan and are analogous to the KPIs or key performance indicators used as operational metrics for the annual operating plan. The leadership team is responsible for developing both KPIs and TTIs and then executing on both sets of metrics to ensure the foundation of the business is being maintained and incrementally improved while simultaneously driving breakthrough strategic initiatives. TTIs measure progress in the year one improvement priorities aimed at creating or significantly improving key processes that support the strategic objectives defined in the strategic plan. 
These improvement priorities will target breakthrough improvements in sales, profit, working capital, cash flow, financial return, and or safety, talent, quality, delivery, cost, or growth. The business level financial performance and progress on TTI should be reviewed by the leadership team monthly. A weekly, daily, shift, or hourly review cadence should be used as appropriate to provide more granularity at the department, function, value stream, or cell level. When building and implementing strategic plans, communication and cross-functional participation are critical. Getting everyone engaged and aligned on the plan's strategic improvement priorities and TTIs is vital to achieving the plan. Execution of the plan involves the entire organization, so ensure everyone buys in. We will do a deeper dive into the strategy deployment process in two weeks in the Volume 11 podcast. In addition to tracking the progress of the strategic plan implementation through the TTIs, the strategic plan requires financial schedules. The strategic plan schedules, financial schedules, will generally mirror the short-term financial schedules, but look beyond the 12-month period of the annual operating plan. The team should determine what the right financial metrics schedules are for the strategic plan to ensure they describe the financial results of properly executing the strategy. Here are some example financial schedules, executive summary, which would include a current year plus the next three years for sales, EBITDA, CapEx, cash flow, sales per employee, in addition to key strategic initiatives and critical issues. Second schedule would be plan assumptions. Here, this would include salary wage increases, benefit increases, direct material inflation, macroeconomic growth, for example, GDP, key in industry segment growth, and any restructuring or consolidation. Thirdly, there should be a set of financial uh, statements, an income statement, a balance sheet statement, and a cash flow statement. All of these should have the current year plus three-year history and three-year strategic plan looking forward. One schedule should be a sales and EBITDA waterfall showing a roll forward from the current year to strategic plan years one, two, and three. And finally, there should be a CapEx summary broken down by year by strategic initiatives, um, financial and risk mitigation projects. So in summary, strategic planning is key to the long-term success of the business and is composed of two components, strategy creation and strategy deployment. The strategy creation process requires in-depth strategic thinking by the team to create a winning strategy for the business. This should be an ongoing structured continuous process implemented by the leadership team that includes a significant portion of the organization and produces an up-to-date strategy every year. The strategy is executed by the team utilizing the strategy deployment process, which ensures the strategic improvement priorities identified for year one of the strategic plan are resourced and implemented. This is key to keeping the strategy on its multi-year trajectory. Leadership's biggest challenge is balancing the resources and attention of the organization to achieve the annual operating plan objectives and KPIs while simultaneously achieving the one-year strategic initiatives or TTIs. Successfully leading this short-term 
long-term balance will ensure the long-term success of the business. In the interest of continuous improvement, I invite feedback from our listeners. Please share your thoughts and ideas on these weekly podcasts, and feel free to suggest topics which you believe will provide useful information for you and our listeners. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. Please come back next week when Dr. Phil Samuel of Lean Methods provides us a more in-depth look at the strategy creation process.